Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I am extremely excited as this is the 100th episode of Peak Mind. I want to take a moment to reflect and to express gratitude to you, the listener, uh, for being on this journey with me. It's been a profound practice in life to seek out and connect with and share the insights of some of the world's best thinkers and performers and the feedback I've received from you, the listener, has made it all worthwhile. And I really wanted to take a moment today to reflect on gratitude. It was interesting, you know, before I launched this podcast and even in lead up to this podcast, I was experiencing resistance. Um, if you haven't delved deeply into the concept of resistance, I highly recommend you check out Stephen Pressfield's book, The War of Art. I also had a phenomenal conversation with him on the podcast not long ago. Uh, he's one of my favorite authors, and he talks about in the creative endeavor, any creative endeavor, when, what we are in expression, in when we are in expression, we are in seeking the muse. We are the vessel for the muse. And whenever we are seeking to be the vessel for the muse, the potentiality of resistance is omnipresent. Resistance shows up as uh, distraction, procrastination in a multitude of forms. And it, the bigger the creative project, the more <laughs> heightened the resistance. And as many of you know, if you've been listening to this show, I actually recorded, started recording years ago, and I only launched about actually less than a year and a half ago. And being in commitment to the process in spite of resistance has been a profound gift and service in my life. And if you're listening and you have your own gift or your own dream that you've been sitting on, but resistance has kept you from it, I want to do whatever I can to be that that nudge, that interruption, uh, to push you in the direction of your muse. Because what I've found is that when I'm recording this podcast, I feel like I'm living life on purpose. Now, as I record, we are amidst a resurgence of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, it is 2020. There has been a, a whole lot of people even around me this week that I've witnessed two near fights uh, there's a lot of tension in the air. People are, are I think, afraid. They are in fear, um, which you know we all fall into as it relates to our uncertain futures, uncertain economic futures, a uh, great deal of unemployment at the moment around the United States and around the world. Um, and I've been thinking about that, and I've been thinking about creating in this in this context, in this, in this environment, because I'm always what I would call being in the listening, right? And the podcast is a great training for this. and It's a principle I'm, I'm writing about in my upcoming book. The concept of being in the listening is really, you know, a lot of people when they talk, they talk to uh, express themselves. And a lot of people when they're listening, they're not actually listening. They're just waiting for points to further reify their own point of view or to use as a jump-off point for their own expression. 
being in the listening is an entirely different act. It's actually truly giving someone the gift of your attention. And not just in listening to the words they share, but in, in listening to their entire beingness. How does their body language show up? How are they breathing? Uh, I've really learned this through the wisdom of the indigenous and the indigenous elder. You know, I think in our Western culture, we often um, look for prescriptions, people who have the purported answers. And what I've found with the elders is that often they lead with story and with humility. But there's profound wisdom in the way that they share that story. So they'll be listening to your body language. Are you hunching over? Are you quiet in your speaking? Are you um, anxious? Are you speaking very quickly? Um, All of these different pieces are integral to the process. And when we are in the listening, we we are being very mindful of all of those different elements. And so what I would say to you is, in your process, be in the listening with others around you and be in the listening with yourself and create a practice amidst a period of uncertainty to really check in. You know, a lot of these tools have been shared and I've been learning from uh, the guests over the course of the last hundred episodes, folks like uh, Laird Hamilton and Wim Hof as it comes to breathwork. Um, folks like B.J. Miller, as it uh, comes to treating adversity as a gift and using death as an impetus for living. Um, guests like Ryan Holiday, who talked about the, the possibilities in the obstacles. Uh, you know, the obstacle is the way. Um, folks like Maria Sharapova in seeing, you know, the, 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 the gifts of fortitude and tenacity. So I think there's just really, you know, quite a lot that I have learned over the course of the last hundred episodes. And, you know, my commitment moving forward is to truly work to be in the listening, to be in the listening to you, the listener, to be in the listening with the guests and to be in the listening with myself and to seek out those stories, those tools that can help us. Uh, as we move forward in these uncertain times, as we navigate these uncertain waters. And it's my belief that, you know, with any challenge, there is a commensurate opportunity to rise. There's an antidotal consciousness that is seeking to be born. And I believe from a place of listening, we can come to know what the next right track is, you know, two conversations I've loved recently is the one with Boyd Vardy and the one with Jason Silva. And we talk about the evolution of consciousness and the power and possibility in finding your next first track. You know, with Boyd Vardy, we talked about lion tracking as a metaphor for living. And I think we often get besieged with concern, with worry, with projections into the, our, our uncertain futures. And where, where he called us back through his beautiful storytelling was to simply seek that next first track. You know, that's, that's really where the gift is. And so I think with all of you listening, if you're feeling that period of, of uncertainty, seek not to figure it all out. Seek 
simply that first track that feels aligned to your true north, to your sense of purpose and possibility, your vision, and take that next step, that first track, if you will. So if I reflect back on these 100 episodes, what's really coming up for me is gratitude. Gratitude for for you, gratitude for the guests, gratitude for seeing the possibilities, even and especially amidst the challenges. And then from a place of listening, taking that next best step, that next first track, because that has been really the gift that I have been learning and seeking to apply in my life. And I hope that that path and that process is of service to you as you navigate your uh, sort of uncertain waters, if you will. Um, these, these have been trying times for many, but they've also been a gift as I was reflecting with uh, folks on the beach, you know, not to in any way undermine anyone who has uh, dealt with acute physical trauma or, or had, you know, economic hardships. I'm, I'm not trying to romanticize the times we are in. But what I would say is that there has been a gift in, I think, a renewed appreciation for the simple things in life. You know, we often can get lost in accumulation, in the pursuit of that next thing that, that we think will bring us happiness, um, that if only we have this, then we'll be happy. And where I've been coming back to is it's actually from our place of being that all else springs, and, you know, taking simple joys in being in nature, in, in being with my foot on the, on, the, on the earth, with my feet in the grass, you know, going out and jumping in a body of water, a lake, the ocean, you know, things that are, that are so beautiful um, after a period all of us have gone through of being cooped up in our homes being able to go out and just indulge and enjoy those simple pleasures in life. It's been such a gift and such a, uh, a reckoning for me to really recount my blessings and really reappreciate all of the gifts that are always all around us. And nature is, um, is the cathedral of the wild. You know, it's, it's um, for me at least, it's church. And so the last thing I'd love to leave you with in this 100th episode is, Wherever you find your true north, wherever you find a reconnection to yourself and to a greater sense of purpose, you know, for me, that's, that's going into nature. Um, you know, do yourself a favor. Give yourself the gift of a period in time in that place. You know, Julia Cameron has a beautiful book called The Artist's Way, and a lot of it is about, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, taking yourself on what she calls an artist date. So she has a practice called the morning pages where you take time to reflect every day as part of your morning practice. And then once or twice a week, you go off on what she calls an artist day to go and to be creative. So I just totally recommend that you guys take that time to go off and to be creative in whatever way speaks to you and to tap in, to be in the listening to yourself and what you need, what you most need at this point in time, and to be in the listening with those around you. And so, you know, as you guys are my community, I just want to say thank you guys so, so much. I'm going to actually be giving a gift to the community. If you want to learn more about it, you just go ahead and check me out on social media. It's just at Michael Trainer. 
And um, yeah, I'm so, so grateful for all of you. And I want you to know that I'm going to go, I'm going to redouble my commitment and go even harder in these next hundred episodes uh, to bring you value. So I don't take you giving me your time and energy for granted. I'm so grateful for you. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. And we're just getting started.